0: We learned a lot of woo. And when you start thinking about how to make a framework for developers, the first thing we thought was, okay, let's talk to them. Let's talk to real developers. Because a problem for core developers may be that if you are all your time working only in core, you are only working with WordPress, like with nothing, like a default WordPress installation with just one post, just one page. Gutenberg install and just that. And the problems usually appear appear when you need more difficult things.
1: I want to make it clear that we were extremely happy and honored to be the guinea pig project. And we have... Also, maybe people are wondering how like we're talking about how did we use this since it's not out for official use yet. So actually... We did something quite really experimental and crazy in our WooCommerce code base. We have included our own forked version of the Interactivity API runtime while it was still in flux and in development. And we still do that, actually, uh, right now. So the way we have uh, done this collaboration and um, provided the feedback that Carlos has mentioned is because we literally uh, copied their homework uh, with their permission. (laughs) and uh, just uh, pasted uh, the Interactivity API runtime into the Woo code base.
2: Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Inside Woo, a Do the Woo podcast show.
0: Woo! Woo!
2: As you know, you've been hearing a lot about the Interactivity API. You've probably heard it on other podcasts, you've heard it on Different posts around the space, and we're going to throw in some Woo with this one because everybody's been talking about WordPress, but we're going to talk about WordPress and Woo. And I have two experts on the topic, uh, way more experts on it than me by 100 percent. Lucho and Carlos joining me. How are you two today?
1: Doing great. Thanks for having me.
2: Hi,
0: I'm really happy to be here.
2: Alrighty, well, let's get right into this. You're just going to have a conversation. So, we need to start with the basics. What is the Interactivity API? I can start with that. The Interactivity API
0: is a new framework for WordPress developers that allows them to write interactive blocks. Those are blocks that the user can click and something will happen on the site. And it does in a way that is the same way for every developer. We are trying to give consistency by writing some data attributes in the HTML that will will be together with some JavaScript and will allow developers to create interactive blocks. That's the main goal of the API,
2: to give consistency. Yeah. So for, from both of you, what do you what is this solving for the community? What is this solving for the developer community or even the community as a whole?
0: Regarding WordPress, uh right now the main problem in the community in it's not a problem in the community, it's probably in the in the software, is that there is no guides about how to do the the front end part in, in your WordPress site. I mean, each project will depend on on each uh, developer or team working on it. Uh, until now, you could use React, you could use plain JavaScript, Svelte, any framework, but uh, well, now you can also do that, but we are providing a way to do all... so we, So all developers can use the same tools and that's great because that way we allow plugins to be interconnected like blocks can talk to other plugin blocks and also they are all using the same javascript library so imagine you have two plugins one for bookings and one for the uh, dealing with the payment process for example uh, with this new api they can both share the same code base instead of using one React and the other plain JavaScript or whatever library can use. That's the main problem we wanted to solve here.
1: Right. So, as per what concerns Woo, I think um, a lot of what Carlos has just said applies. So, if you think about uh, traditionally how Woo has handled this kind of um, interactive uh, well content in um, in the shops if you're a developer, you know that uh well two things i think first of all that Woo has somewhat fallen behind the curve of the modern uh, e commerce experience in a way, and the other you will know that sometimes the developer experience of adding such um interactivity to to a shop it was a bit inconsistent, so we had um Traditionally, we had things like just normal uh, jQuery AJAX requests, uh, all sprinkled around uh, various functionality, right, like the add to cart uh, functionality, for example. So we had very kind of the first uh, inkling of uh, of an interactivity uh, was that back. I don't know more than uh, yeah when Woo started really we that that was there as well but then when we started to get integrated a little bit more with uh, gutenberg blocks and start transitioning into a more uh, block uh, based um, paradigm well w- frankly because of gutenberg also was very young and Wu was uh, um an early adopter like we are of the interactivity api now um there was no clear direction so everybody was was developing blocks was kind of the, on their own right and uh that the same applies to. So we started developing blocks using React. Uh, well, that resulted in um, well us trying to move uh, as fast as possible to Im- to implement these kind of experiences, but it resulted in a little bit of an inconsistent experience. So now we want to kind of transition uh, all our bets away from the classic themes, as you are aware, right, and more into block based development. And uh, there are a few um downsides of the way we were developing blocks because again we were in the early stages and we were experimenting so first of all i would say um i think i think the the clearest downside was that our new blocks for instance if you've used the old products block um they were client side rendered that means that when the user would go to the page JavaScript would need to load, and then it would show a loading um, skeleton, and then it would show the products. That would mean that uh, well, search engines nowadays can deal a little bit better with uh, client-side rendered stuff, but it was not the best SEO, and it was definitely not the best um, UX, as you are like going to the to, to the store, and you know how precious those like milliseconds are. You know, like you want to see your products as soon as possible. You don't want to see another loading indicator. So I think, first of all, the Interactivity API allows us to do the server-side rendering of all this content, which means that that the server already renders the the content that we we have, and so the user sees it immediately, right? Um, And then, on top of it, add... With uh, what's it called the uh, hydration systems that the interactivity API is providing, add the interactivity. So, in in short, so before we had the situation in which classic teams would be server side rendered, but then let's say you want to switch pages in your catalog, and then you get an, a full page reload. Right, that's not great experience. Then we wanted to do something a little bit more user-friendly, so we had this client-side navigation that was more snappy, but it, the problem is SEO and the problem is um, just user experience on first load, for example. And now we have the best of both worlds thanks to Interactivity API, right? We server-side render, so that's mean that means the crawlers can um, can find the contents v- very easily. You get it immediately without any flashing of content, and also you get the interactivity. So... I would say the, um, um, the there is a clear uh, improvement for the user experience in, of uh, WordPress users and merchants to get aligned more into what uh, a modern e-commerce platform, what, what you would expect from a modern e-commerce platform, right? Um, so that's I think the best um, contribution of the Interactivity API and the WooCommerce ecosystem. But to the ecosystem at large you can also say there is a few more developer oriented improvements that have been made thanks to the work uh, that the uh, interactive api guys have done um which is well first of all by using their framework we remove a lot of um um low level plumbing kind of coding in this way it means that uh, the responsibility is handled by the framework. We don't have to worry, and it means that WooCommerce code base is more consistent. It's more, it's cleaner, frankly, and uh, we can rely on the expertise of the entire WordPress ecosystem to support us because we are using their, their framework, right? Um, and so we also are able to implement things just much faster, and they are more maintainable, and they are more uh, secure and uh, reliable and also whoever is building on WooCommerce, it's, you're not going to have this fragmentation of the whole ecosystem, that everybody's doing something a little bit differently, right? So we have all the same framework now. And yeah, like Carlos said, you can still implement things like you you wanted, right? But, but now we have, um, we have a common ground uh, where we all build, and that means greater uh, um, versatility. For example, developers can jump from one place of the code base to another, or maybe build uh, extra blocks that are going to be shared among uh, and across the community and the ecosystem and so on. So I would say these are just a few of the uh, uh, of the good things coming from the um, uh, from the Interactivity API to WooCommerce. It's truly um, something magical.
2: I actually took this a a little different approach because listeners are probably thinking, wow, these two really know what they're talking about. So I'm going to step back and have you introduce yourself who you are what you're doing with this project you know, what your experience and you know, what has been your involvement with this so far I'll start with Carlos
0: Cool, uh, well my name is Carlos and I've been working as a full-time sponsor contributor of WordPress Core for about two years and a half before that I was uh working, doing projects for another companies as a freelance and also as an agency developer. These last two years and a half, I've been full-time working in the Interactivity API, planning it, talking with other developers, starting working on the foundations of the API, doing lots of testings, lots of proof of concepts, lots of investigation, Comparing with another frameworks, uh, a lot of stuff working on on that, and I will keep working on the interactivity API <laughs> as long as the community needs it. I mean, I'm quite happy to to be there. I remember one sentence that was uh, when I joined them. It was like, "Do you want to help uh, to do the front end developers of 40% of the web?" And it was like, yes, for sure.
2: And, uh, Lucho, where, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. My name is Lucho. And um, where to start? Well, I've been, let's start with my involvement with WordPress. I've been involved with the WordPress community since the early days of my development career. So it's been like more than 15 years, I think, at this point. Um, I think... Many of us developers have started somehow, like with, uh, uh you know, uh, juggling around things and uh, playing with WordPress. It provided a really good, um, platform for, um, and still does for starting out as a developer. Then I went on a long uh, WordPress hiatus for, uh, for several years. I didn't touch any WordPress code. I started working on more um, AI automation related stuff, actually. Uh, um, And then about, uh, like, same as Carlos, I think, two years and a half ago, I uh, got more involved into this. I'm now working for Automatic. I work for WooCommerce division, and I uh, lead a small team there who is uh, responsible for everything uh, which we call full-store editing, which is our version of the full-site editing that WordPress has. So we are really trying to spearhead very hard the transition, like I said before, from the classic paradigm to the blocks paradigm so we want to empower users and merchants specifically to customize their stores to have their um, their vision come to life and we really think that uh, the work which has been done in core and gutenberg is the best way to go and uh, i think over the past two years and a half i've seen so much progress in woocommerce that i hardly can believe it actually i'm uh, trying to be objective here not to be too biased but i think it's been incredible the amount of uh, maturity that um, we have seen in the past two and a half years and we um, yeah we are basically uh, uh, not only willing but we are committed to try to make this transition as seamless as possible for the users and Just to get everybody excited about what blocks mean in the WooCommerce and uh, leave our legacy classic paradigms behind. So that's a little bit about my mission, let's say.
2: So what has been, you've both been involved with this for a while. What do you consider really the hardest part? What's been the biggest challenge of actually uh, the development of the interactivity API? I mean, is there anything specifically you can think of or something even more general? When we started investigating
0: the best approach to deal with the problems we had before, I mean, the first thing you do is to compare with another React frameworks, providing the same interactivity and the single-page application experience. And most of them, Next, SvelteKit... They are using the same language both in the server and the client. But WordPress is not like that. WordPress is built on PHP. That was one, like the most difficult part to work with, because as Lucho commented before, you need to be server-side compatible. That was the most important part. And in WordPress, there are hooks. And those hooks are really powerful, but also allows third-party plugins and developers to modify the HTML as they want. And that is a thing that this is quite hard for new JavaScript modern frameworks because most of them are working in diffing HTML to only change the data that the user interacts to. Like if you have a counter and you increase it, you only want to update the number, like for an, a product. If you want to add two pair of shirts, I mean the number is the only part of that HTML that should be updated. The problem here is that when you compare what it comes from the server to what you have in the client, if those are different at the beginning, you see like a flash on, on the site as a user. Or you need a loading bar, as Lucho mentioned. So dealing with those hooks was the hardest part. And to be fully compatible with all plugins, backward compatible, compatible also with a block and classic themes, and with anyone <laughs> anyone editing that HTML, the way to go we we found was this directives thing. I, I don't know if we talked about directives before, but for people uh, who are new to the Interactivity API, these directives are the core foundation of, of the Interactivity API. These are like HTML attributes. If you check AlpineJS, that is quite common and similar, or for example, HTMX, that is also quite new, and it's approaching a similar way to do these things. We are adding attributes to, the, to that HTML to allow both the server and the client to know what to do with those user interactions. Imagine a on-click, for example, or text update or changing CSS classes or styles. And that was, from my point of view, the hardest part to, to deal with.
1: Yeah well i just want to echo what you said basically for us it's also mostly the um, the difference in between the server side language and the front end language which is i think a problem that still uh, we have to kind of figure out a final solution if there will ever be a final solution like a paradigm or sorts because obviously this um the advantage of having uh, like the um, single page application sort of uh, paradigm that we had before with the React uh, components, was that we only needed to care about the React code base, right? But now we have to maintain the same component in PHP and in um, um, in JavaScript or TypeScript in our case. Um, so that creates additional complexity for sure. It's totally worth it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but still, I think that um my on my wish list is a way to better handle uh, this component re- reusability try to eliminate this duplication of code and try to make sure that the component is um is in sync you know to make it more maintainable and i think we don't have a um, solution yet and i don't know uh, i also don't know what the solution could be i i also Know that we are not exactly the only one who faced this. Like if you think about um, Laravel, has had similar uh, problems because also they are PHP framework and they use view in the front end, right? But Laravel has different set of constraints, or rather, we have much more stricter, um, much stricter con- constraints than Laravel. I know that something that, if I recall correctly, maybe you can correct me if I'm uh, if I'm wrong here. I recall when I was checking how Laravel did it, is that they actually have a node uh, uh, emulator running on PHP to do the rendering or something of that sort, which I think we can't do. I was speaking with Luis, I think, a couple of, like, some months ago. I think we can't do because we need to support older their versions of PHP, and this is only a PHP 8 thing or something like that. So, obviously, this is a problem that... um that's really hard for us because we are, uh, WordPress is deeply committed to backwards compatibility. So moving towards this kind of things is much harder. But the upside is that, uh, people can rely on us for future years, right? So yes, yeah, so I would, I would definitely say that, uh, for, for us as implementer, uh, of, uh, blocks on top of the interactivity API rather than implementing the API itself, this was the hardest challenge, like trying to figure out how to optimize uh, for r- removing as much as possible code duplication and using like components and making sense on how to architecture our code really.
0: Yeah, it's too on my wish list. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> t- I would love in the future to see the interactivity API in the in the editor. Oh, that's in order not to in order not to do the the React block for the editor and then the front-end or the PHP plus the interactivity API block for the front-end. That would be cool. Yeah, we have been thinking in that. But as you mentioned, backward compatibility is a thing <laughs> in WordPress. We have to deal... We are, we are. I mean, it's it's a good thing to have this backward compatibility, because as you mentioned, if you have a WordPress site, you know it will work for a years. But still, you need to update it, please. <laughs> These core versions for security but we, we have been thinking about it. We have several options there, like working on a templating system or we are still thinking about it. We are also on, on the front end. We use Preact, which is a lightweight kind of version of React. Um, there have been some people asking us to move Preact to the editor part in order to be lightweight. But still, there's a lot of work to do there, there's a lot of things to study there. Uh, We have some options, we are just uh, making tests, but still it's going to take some time because I mean, WordPress is evolving quite a lot. We are also phase 3 with this collaborative workflow, internationalization, I mean that that part is. I mean, we will receive more feedback of that kind. Of, I don't want to repeat lots. <laughs> we we are working on that. We we know we suffer from the same.
1: I actually wanted to. You made me think about something. I wanted to add to my previous answer, although I made it clear that it was just a limited set of advantages that I was talking about. But now. Uh, you mentioned uh, shipping Preact instead of React is also another thing that I think is particularly important for e-commerce experiences. To make it clear, we haven't moved away from React yet, um, but it, it would be beneficial for performance reasons, obviously, to ship the, 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 lightweight, the most lightweight code that we can. And also connecting to what you said about the directives and what I was talking about with uh, removing a lot of the plumbing for instance, like state management, um, which is something very, uh, usually very complex and that everybody, even in the same team, sometimes uh, tends to do in a little bit different way. Uh, Let's not talk about different like plugins in the ecosystem. I think that by abstracting the state management uh, uh, via the interactivity API, this also is a a huge advantage. These are my personal feelings of working with that. So take that with a grain of
2: salt. So you talked about Performance, which is obviously talked about quite a bit here. Uh, anything else as far as impact on performance you'd like to point out, or are there other impacts, say like accessibility, that you want us to be aware of?
1: I uh, Well, uh, just what I mentioned is uh, a, a tiny part of the performance impact on that, that this has, mostly uh, it ties in with what I was saying before, that the most important positive performance impact is the fact that everything is server-side rendered. So um, users will see content much uh, earlier. You know, like uh, you maybe have been exposed to those m- metrics as like uh, first uh, paint and uh, such metrics, these are like just much faster. So not only performance is going to be Faster because their browser doesn't need to ship a bunch of JavaScript, then it needs to evaluate, then it needs to render the JavaScript and so on. But it's also just um, including uh, all the, the, um, the content that needs to be rendered, and it's also perceived performance that matters a lot in uh, this kind of scenarios. So instead of seeing a loading indicator, you see the content uh, coming up immediately or like Carlos was saying you don't see the flesh of uh, like stale content and then you, everything is um, like it should be um, so that's I think so I, as I was saying before the best of the both worlds between like basic server-side rendered stuff which is the classic the real classic legacy kind of approach and the single page application quote-unquote um that um en- enables these more snappier interactions, right? So we get the best of both of those. As for um all impacts, uh like maybe accessibility, um I mean you render HTML so um I guess it's compatible much uh, like out of the box with most screen readers and things like that. We have big commitment on accessibility in any case. I, I know core even is even more diligent than we are most of the time. Um, so, I don't know. Do you have stuff to add, Carlos?
0: Yeah, regarding accessibility, we already t- did uh, accessibility improvements to some core blocks with Interactivity API, like search and navigation, because uh, it's much easier to work with keyboard events, for example. So, now the navigation uh, keyboard experience is much better than, than it was before. And and also, as we are uh, editing the HTML both in client, with Interactivity API runtime and in the server, with also using the tag processor, the new HTML processor, we are adding some area labels or indicators for screen readers and keyboard uh, Keep on navigating for the sites. So it will be a still uh, a matter that the plugin developer needs to work with. I mean, we can provide the tools, but we cannot uh, we cannot help you with your plugin or make your plugin to be accessible. But we are providing a tool that that will allow you to add those markup, those HTML attributes that you need to have a better experience for those people. But it's that the main point is that we already improved some accessibility. So for example, also with the new image uh, Lightbox feature, accessibility was quite important for us and we spent a lot of time working on that. And this API allows us to to be able to handle that expand experience, for example, with the keyboard. And I think that all the rest of you mentioned is is
2: great. Very cool. So did the team at WordPress Core learn anything through this collaboration working with Woo?
0: Yes, for sure. Uh, and <laughs> we learned a lot of, of Woo. I mean, I mean, when when you start thinking about how to make a framework for developers, I mean, the first thing we we thought was, okay, let's talk to them. Let's talk to real developers. Because uh, a problem for core developers may be that if you are all your time working only in core, you are only working with a... Uh, WordPress, like with nothing, like a default WordPress installation with just one post, just one page, Gutenberg install, and just that. And the problems usually appear appear when you need more difficult things. I mean, for example, our, our blocks to test was navigation, search, file, and the most difficult was the query loop. But now you can uh, change the pagination you can paginate your posts without reloading the site but the first time we talked with Woo it was like okay how do you use it for the product collection for a product filter or for an add to cart button I mean which is more interactive than e commerce <laughs> I mean WooCommerce was like the the best fit we we could find like at the beginning of of the project um for example there's one directive that at the beginning we, we were not planning on include it because we were not sure about if 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 it would be necessary at the beginning of the interactivity API life that was wp it that is used to render loops of things and when we presented to Woo, like the first thing they said was like we need the an directive. And it was like, okay, we thought about that, but we were not sure. And if you are telling us to do it like now, like the first or the second one, yes, go, go for it. And also they were the first like giving us the real feedback and also giving us the main pain points that Lucho told before. Like we are dealing with this issue, we have this problem using React on the front end. We are we have this loading bar that we don't really like. And mm-hmm. and that's it. We we have had a lot of uh conversations with them. They their help has been great. And um, also they were the I think the biggest guinea pig we've ever had in a project. Cause I mean Woo is in a lot of sites. Woo is a really huge project, and they even found the time to to help us with the foundation of the API. I think without Woo, this project would have not been the same. Would have been different. Um, for sure, would w- would have been worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's great to hear, and I yeah, I want to make it clear that we were extremely happy and honored to be the guinea pig the project, and. Um, We have, uh, also maybe people are wondering um, how, like we're talking about how did we use this since uh, it's not out uh, for official use yet. So actually we did something uh, quite really experimental and crazy in our WooCommerce um, uh, code base. We have included our own uh, uh, forked version of the Interactivity API runtime uh, while it was, still in flux and in development. And we still do that, actually, uh, right now. So the way we have uh, done this collaboration and um, provided the feedback that Carlos has mentioned is because we literally uh, copied their homework uh, with their permission (laughs) (laughs) and uh, just um, pasted uh, the Interactivity API runtime into the Woo code base. And that has allowed us to kind of really be there while the development of the API was going on uh, with hands-on. Of course, everybody in the community could participate, obviously, but to have such a big buy-in from us, like it was very important uh, from us that this would work. So we had a lot of uh, involvement with the ecosystem, as uh, Carlos has mentioned, uh, providing feedback, but also um, providing uh, um, contributions and so on. So that was uh, a really amazing collaboration, uh, which, yeah, makes me think, uh, really, I'm really optimistic about the future with, uh, with the blocks and the Gutenberg um, uh, instantiation of Gutenberg in, uh, in WooCommerce. Basically.
2: With what you've said there and, you know, kind of moving forward, what ways does this, uh, facilitate custom block development, helping Woo developers get more creative in building the future Woo experiences. I mean, is, is there other things you haven't mentioned or things that you would like to talk to those developers specifically and say, this is now the opportunities you have or will have?
1: Well, I think most of the things I have, mentioned in passing at least i would say the biggest deal is basically removing the responsibility of this plumbing that i was talking about from the hands of the single developers um, and enabling them to build experiences um, instead of thinking about how to deal with state management hydration now what's the best uh a paradigm to use for uh um uh, yeah templating and diffing and uh all these sort of things that uh interactivity API does for us so um so removing the heavy lifting from the developers and also creating a base like I was mentioning before, like um a shared understanding across the entire ecosystem, not only woocommerce but WordPress. Gutenberg, so we know that our blocks are going to, like interactive blocks, this is the way they're going to work moving forward. This creates also a lot of uh, future proof to your custom blocks, for example, right? Um So you can be faster, uh, like just more rapid development of these kind of dynamic components. Um, You can be more future proof. You can get inspired by what's going on in Gutenberg. You can see, like, actually uh, one thing that we did uh, again, copying, uh course homework. is Our product collection uh, block that is, it's soon hopefully coming out of beta, um, is based on the query loop uh, block that was done in uh, on, on Gutenberg. So f- at first, actually, we we're using a variation of the block, and then we realized we couldn't really use a variation. But we took a lot of inspiration um, from the uh, work that uh, very smart people have done on the query loop block on the navigation, on the gotchas of what kind of blocks you can put inside. There is a lot of stuff that we have taken inspiration from uh, the work that's going on in Gutenberg. So I would say, I would say these points maybe are, uh, yeah, a good, a good answer to your question.
2: Well, I know that listeners probably, you know, as they get through this show, they come up with questions. And I actually did have a listener when they found out that I would be talking to you too, did ask a question around security. So I thought I would at least throw it out to you. And I'm gonna read it here um verbatim. Said the the proposal blog post mentioned security and their graphic as partially handled. He says he doesn't have a lot of React Preact knowledge, so he'd like to know more information on that. For example, is this the end of nonsense?
0: We are not ending nonsense. I mean, nonsense (laughs) are still there, will be (laughs) still there, because it's a great way to to deal with intercommunication between the user and the site or saving data in the system from there. I mean, the most, usually in a site, the most dangerous part is forms, is allowing user input from outside that can be injected to your site or server site, to your database. But uh, what we mentioned there is like we are providing a framework to to create interactive blocks. So they will be secure. Our directives are secure. The runtime is also secure. The PHP server processing of all of that. Uh, Because we are in... PHP is also processing those directives in the server. Like if you want to show a tabs panel, for example, and only show the first tab, like for product descriptions or product additional data, Uh, all that part, if it is handled by the PHP with our interactivity API, will be secure. But also, we are allowing the user to use their own JavaScript. I mean, you will have a Vue.js file uh, in order to write that interactions you want the block to have and that JavaScript will be written by the developer so that's the partial handle I mean we deal with one part that is the API, the directive processing and the runtime that make that interaction but the other part is handled by by the own developer so we cannot control that. I mean, WordPress is secure. Uh yes, we try to be secure as always. But you as a plugin developer, you can you need also to to your plugins to be secure.
2: All righty. Cool. Well, I I'm I'm sure that was the answer he was hoping for. So, getting towards the end here, is there something that we haven't you know, touched on. I'm sure there's a lot of things we haven't touched on. But anything specifically from either of you or both of you that you'd like to add?
1: Yeah, actually, I mean, as you said, there is probably a treasure trove of things that uh, to touch upon. I'm very proud of saying that we have been experimenting with a lot of new things, and so people who have been following WooCommerce quite closely, they might have seen also. A little bit of a mess, maybe sometimes as we have included the new products beta and then it became the, so the new products beta block was supposed to re- replace the old products block. And now we have a new block, which is the products collection block, which is supposed to re- replace the products beta. And maybe some people have questions about why we did this. And I would say uh, sorry, but not sorry. Also, uh, we have been <laughs> experimenting and being a little bit more liberal. Uh, that's why we, for the first time, introduced uh, Beta label on our blocks because we felt like, um, we wanted to be a little bit more out there and experiment with this new API and make sure that we could move a bit faster than, um, our usual commitment to, um, backwards compatibility and so on goes. So, um, I think one of the most exciting parts, uh, that we are uh, implementing is this new, way of displaying your shop's catalog which i guess is the core the heart of the e-commerce right um so now you can uh, um, display your products using this new product collection beta which is hopefully coming out of beta in the next i don't know maybe i shouldn't say thing but soon uh, tm <laughs> and um so you will have the all the advantages, like I was mentioning before, of server-side rendering. So it's very snappy, instant rendering, and also incredible um, um, interaction and interactivity, like pagination and so on. And we are also, in parallel, developing the new filters block. Um, so previously, we, we were in this limbo zone. Well, in a classic experience, you select a filter and the whole page reloads, In a react experience, you select a filter and the block reloads, but there was a bunch of limitations about doing that that I'm not going to get into because it's going to get a little bit too tedious. But now we are implementing this new um, filters block, which will uh, seamlessly integrate with uh, the product collection and everywhere you like, you can have multiple product collection blocks in your site and have different filters assigned to them. And everything is going to be, um, very fast in reloading, and now people expect from the modern e-commerce experiences, right? So this is, I think, one of the core things that we are working on, but there is much more, like, for example, uh, developers might be happy to know that we are (laughs) moving away from our jQuery ways. So actually, the first guinea pig of the Interactivity API was the Add to Cart button, which still used jQuery. In fact, there is, uh, I don't know how many people know this, there is a little setting in WooCommerce, uh, in the WooCommerce preferences that you can toggle if you don't want AJAX to happen on the clicking of the add to cart button. That's uh, probably a setting that came out, I don't know, maybe 12 years ago. I don't even know why that setting, why anybody would toggle that setting, but we still keep that setting, by the way. Uh, we did remove it. Uh, but uh, um, we have transitioned the jQuery way into uh, interactivity API. So the add to cart works with interactivity API, and then we're doing uh, things like the product gallery. That eventually, maybe we will thinking like a, like as I was saying before to take inspiration from Gutenberg. We're thinking of perhaps trying to transition into the more lightbox behavior that Carlos was uh, mentioning that Gutenberg is implementing. Right now, it's not the API is not quite there for us yet, so we are. Doing other things, but eventually, maybe uh, the idea would be to once again try to leverage as much Gutenberg as we can. So we want to be to set out the example for the community that Gutenberg is really a um, a solid framework that you can build like the most complex use cases upon, which I think e-commerce is probably one of the most complexes, right? Um, and we have many other things down the line. You can imagine. Uh, uh, tabbed experiences in your uh, single product uh, um, template, a collapsible, maybe, your uh, a... so many things on the roadmap. Uh, your imagination is the limit, let's say. So I just wanted to give a little bit of sneak peek for people who haven't used these new blocks. You should get into them. Try using the product collection, the new filters beta. Uh, give us feedback. We are really keen, especially in this phase, to get as much feedback as possible. I know, actually... Data that um, product collection is being used and it's uh, on the rise. And that makes me extremely happy. I can't wait for basically every um, e-commerce, WooCommerce experience to be a block experience. So that's my mission, as I mentioned earlier.
2: Do you have anything uh, we've left out, Carlos, that you'd like to add, that you like to highlight?
0: I would like to highlight that the Interactivity API is stable. Okay, <laughs> you can use it without hesitation. Uh, it was included in a private way also in 6.4, in the previous version of WordPress. And the navigation block, as I mentioned before, navigation, search, file, and query, and this Lightbox, Lightbox feature that was included on the last version of 6.4. In WordPress, it were all, powered by this interactivity API that will now in 6.5 will be public. All right,
2: great. Now, for those developers out there that want to follow all the things that are going on with it and possibly propose suggestions to the roadmap or, or offer use cases or whatever, how can they do that?
0: I think uh, Gutenberg repository is the best place to go. If you have any issue or a problem, then create an issue and and let us know. Uh, you can ping uh, Luis, David, or me in Gutenberg and we will be happy to, to answer. And also there's a panel there in GitHub called GitHub Discussions and there's a, a bar just for the interactivity API like a tag for discussions where you can talk about it suggest improvements you can also uh, showcase your blogs or your projects and and those are the main points, we also are in Slack so feel free to reach out in Core Editor Slack channel and um, I don't know, maybe Twitter, <laughs> well, now call, now call X, but some of us are there, like looking for interactivity word. Uh, but the, the, the best place to, to discuss, apart from make core posts, also in the comments of, of make core posts that are talking about the interactivity API, I think GitHub is, is the best place to go. GitHub and GitHub discussions.
1: For uh, our developments, you can always follow developers.wood.com to know what we are thinking about our roadmaps we post uh, uh, design snaps very frequently. Uh, kudos to the people involved in that. Um, our community slack is also available, and we are also on GitHub as well so but I think for uh, for woo you should keep an eye on developers.wu.com. And give us feedback on the repo, and also on on Slack, ping us, and give us feedback on the way you're using the blogs, on the limitations that you're seeing. It's uh, similar to what Carlos was saying about Gutenberg working in a vacuum. Sometimes when we develop for e-commerce, we don't know all the ins and outs of people's businesses, right, and what they are, their what their needs are. So maybe we think that we have covered all of them, but there are some niche, or or even maybe not so niche. But Uh, things that just fly uh, under our radar that people can just ping about. Um, So ping to us about. So so, ping us uh, the limitations that you find with the new blocks we are experimenting with. We are really, really hungry for uh, feedback.
2: Very cool. So I just want to thank you both for taking the time. I know this is uh, a hot topic right now. A lot of people are interested in it and hopefully we'll get people in there asking all sorts of questions and also um, contributing and helping along the way. So again, thank you both for being on.
1: Anytime. Thanks for having us. Anytime.
0: Happy to be here.